Hello, and welcome to a Bridge Band Group podcast. In a world where academic preparation for college is becoming increasingly important, what should the high school of the future look like? How would the experience be different for students and for teachers? We invite you to listen in as Bridge Band partner Daniel Stid and Kelly Trilka, a school district leader and reformer at the high school level, have a conversation around this very topic. Could you tell us about your current role and responsibilities there in, in the Houston School District? Yes, I am the Assistant Superintendent of Secondary Curriculum, Instruction, and Assessment. I actually came into the district two and a half years ago, though, as the Assistant Superintendent of High School Reform, and my responsibilities have broadened. So secondary school improvement was my primary responsibility when I came into the district, and it has expanded to include curriculum, instruction and assessment, and career and technical education. Though my title uh, implies curriculum, and, and I am interested in that subject, obviously, my true love and what I was actually brought into the district to do was to look at school improvement at the secondary level. Well, let's, let's turn and talk about you know, just the transformation of high school education in urban districts. And when you think about this transformation, which is, I think, been a long time coming and still yet to arrive. What would you see as the? I agree. What would what would you see as being the the two or three hallmarks of that? Uh, you know, if and when it's ultimately going to occur. Well, I, I think first and foremost, high school reform across the country has uh, eliminated almost the whole notion of teaching and learning and teacher empowerment. So, so high on that list is whatever the transformed high school is going to be, the people that are closest to the work must determine what that's going to be. Of course, they have to have a leader, but teachers must be empowered to determine what that transformed high school is going to look like. At the heart of it is changing the one teacher, 30 desks, closed door, 30 students, moving period by period through the traditional four core subjects. Empowerment of teachers, I would say, would be a huge one. The second piece would be the elimination of the Carnegie unit. Teachers must have the control over time and learning. So as I have always believed in state standards, actually I would prefer them to be national standards if I controlled the world, but since I don't, I'll settle for state standards that are highly tied to college readiness and workforce readiness skills. Once those are determined in a state, and I actually think Texas is getting very close to that. I I, uh, I don't think our state standards are bad at all. There's too darn many of them. But I think that given some tweaking, Texas is on their way with working with uh, Texas Higher Education Coordinating Board, and we are now working with colleges on our, our four core college readiness skills written document. I, I do think that once teachers have that in their hand, they need to control the time spent on those skills within the course of a school day. So they must have lifted from them that whole notion of the Carnegie unit that you've got to group kids by periods by the four core traditional subjects. In particular, English language, arts, and social studies needs to be completely revamped, in my opinion, to to truly blend those college readiness skills so that you could move into a true project-based learning sort of format again, that teachers would have more say-so in what that would look like. You would still have to be able to determine mastery of those skills to, to graduate or to leave high school, 
but again, teachers would have a little more say there with, with guidance. I guess the third piece would be some sort of value-added uh, accountability system, um, like what's happening in Tennessee, Ohio, and, and I hope to God in, in Texas soon. And that would be that those state standards and the mastery of those state standards is based on a value-added accountability system, not a uh, percent passing uh, tests per year. So, so I think those three would be great starts to, to transforming high school education to that. Well, what would it be like to be a student in, these, uh, in a high school that was transformed along the lines you laid out? Well, I, I think two key pieces for the for a high school student is is some sort of choice to their learning. I mean, they they have to have choice in the things that they study within the realm of those college readiness skills. And again, English language arts and social studies, those skills they lend themselves better to giving students choices and the resources that they read, the everything that they're doing. There's a whole lot of room there for project based learning. And so that is real clear. Also with your electives, you, you have a lot of opportunities there for, for students to pick their interest in terms of the resources they read, the projects they do. Ironically, we seem to cycle in this business. Now, now all of a sudden all your gurus that travel around making money talking to people about how to change schools, they're talking about more reading and writing. The literacy movement is an example. Well, duh. But high schools haven't been doing much reading and writing for, for decades. And so this emphasis on literacy, you know, again, it, it lends itself to what I would call just a choice-based system in learning for the students. The, the other thing is you've, you've got to eliminate textbooks and, and have uh, technical-based learning for, for kids. In other words, obviously there needs to be a laptop in every student's hand or some sort of handheld device where they are accessing their resources and doing their writing and blogging and talking to one another and wikis and, you know, all, all the different things that are available that kids are actually doing in their free time, we need to be incorporating that into the instructional methodologies that the teachers are using. But we have that huge gap of learning between the teacher and the kid right now where we, we have no real true training grounds for to train the teacher to facilitate that. But that's where it would change so much for the kid is that they would not be sitting in rows, obviously, moving every 60 or 90 minutes from one subject to the next. It would be a group of teachers with a group of students, and there would be that personalization of learning because a group of teachers would have responsibility for a group of students and their learning. So that whole notion of school would just look very different for a kid because there would be four or five adults that they would be interacting with that would would create that personalization, both in knowing their learning and and then determining what's going to be the 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 day in and day out progression of those college readiness skills that I refer to how how that's going to be learned. Now, how would you combine the, the, the choice and the personalization that you see as being so important with making sure that kids are, are being expected to rise to and supported and rising to the college readiness standards? Well, I've been educated in HSD a lot about assessment, and I think that had been a, a, a hole in my learning. And I'm thinking to myself, if it's a hole in my learning, it's a hole in a lot of people's learning. 
you're still going to have to have structured assessment, both formative and then summative, that, that's going to run these strands through a kid's day in and day out learning. And that kind of gets into the data piece. And so the data piece is going to be huge in that there will have to be informal and formal diagnostics of kids' learning at periodic times. I think the problem with the current system is those times are arbitrary based on grades and year and age of the student. It's going to be tough to transform the high school if we leave K-8 looking the same way. So I have pretty much said the transformation probably needs to be puberty forward. In other words, I'm, I could probably leave the elementary model alone, but somewhere around sixth or seventh grade is where you're going to have to transform into this kind of, of school. And there's going to have to be built-in uh, diagnostic measurements of kids' learning based on those college readiness skills. And then that says just a transformation of how we prepare teachers. You know, how, how, do you, how do you all of a sudden empower teachers to do this? Well, they're going to have to have a, a tremendous amount of training and principals, too, if you're going to truly do this because no one really knows how to do what you just asked. They don't know how to take a set of college readiness standards that now are by grade level and look at planning lessons and projects and time periods for kids with, with, with that much freedom. I mean, you know, a group of teachers might just go ape nuts here because that, that would be too much freedom for them. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned in the coming weeks for our second half of this interview with Kelly Trilka, Rethinking the Teaching Profession for the High School of the Future. This has been a presentation of the Bridge Band Group. For more information about the Bridge Band Group and its services for nonprofit organizations, including strategy consulting, executive recruiting, and philanthropy advising, please visit www.bridgespan.org. Thank you.